Welcome to the 8 at 8. 8 minutes at 8 a.m. It's our daily source of disciplined thinking. We're filling the feed with things that we have had hard work. Lou talks about having a successful career without a college degree. Ann talks about losing 59 pounds and keeping it off. Jamin talks about his college degree. Uh, it said, he, he said it took him eight years and he's not a doctor. Yeah, it took me even longer, still not a doctor. What is something that you've worked really hard for and achieved? I, I ran a half marathon recently, and that took a lot of work, a lot of early mornings, a lot more miles than I'd ever run, and I was able to achieve finishing. I didn't finish as fast as I wish I could have, but I had finished. Andy talks about her marriage, that that's been hard work and something that she's she've achieved. Coming back from severe health issues, Anna talks about, and being even stronger. Sometimes with our faith, with our faith, we, we think about if I could just work hard enough, if I could just do enough, if I, if I figured out what it was I was supposed to do, then God would be happy with me. If, and, and lots of different people look at ways to God and they see that they have to work hard enough in order to make God happy. There's actually whole religions built on working hard enough to be able to earn God's favor, that God would be happy with us if we work hard enough. But that's not Christianity. That's not what we're about. In fact, Romans talks about this. We're going we're gonna to look today in Romans 4. We're going to start in verse 13. I, I know you guys all have your Bibles next to you during the 8 at 8, and, and you're there, and you want to read your Bibles with you, so I'll give you a second uh, um, of, to grab your Bibles. Ben talks about his college degree and weight loss several times. I have to say that just keep plugging away at the college degree. When we keep doing that, then, then we have good things that happen. We're going to pick it up in verse 13, and Paul lays this out for us. He says, For the promise of Abraham and his offspring, that he would be the heir of the world, did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of of faith. For if it is, it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, there is no transgression. So Paul is laying out, he's saying that the Abraham was promised to be the heir. Way, way, way back in Genesis, Abraham receives this promise that he is going to be the heir, that he is going to be the father of many, many generations. What an amazing promise. The first thing in this passage that we have to see is that there is an amazing promise. What are some of your favorite promises in scriptures? One of my sayings that I just, I don't know, the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart is simply this. 
What God says to be is what comes to be. That God's promise is a promise you can count on. That you know that that is true. So what are some promises in the scriptures that you hold on to? Promises that because God said it, you know are going to be true. For me, Philippians 1.6 is a promise that I hold on to. That he who began a good work in me is going to continue it that he will not stop working in my life. Karen talks about that I will never leave you or forsake you. Shannon gives that an amen, this promise that he will never leave us or forsake us. Roger says, be still and know that I am God. Uh, Cindy throws out another another amen for I will never leave you or forsake you. Jamin says eternal life. Roger says peace, be still. So there's a promise made to Abraham. And then it talks about the fact that if it was through the law, if it was through hard work, if it was through anything that we had done, then the faith would be made null that the faith would not be, there would be no point of the faith. The fact that there is faith, and it talks about it being righteous faith, the righteousness of faith. We talked about that yesterday in church, that righteousness is right living, not just us checking the box that we do the right thing, but that as a community, we would be right with God. And the only way that we can be right with God is through faith. The only way that we can be right with God is through faith in Jesus. It it talks about the fact that the law brings wrath. That the hard work, trying to earn our salvation, trying to be good enough for God, that falls short. The, the law is like a mirror. Hard work is like a mirror. We can't work hard enough to make God happy. Because here's the reality. God pr- created us in perfection. He put us into perfection. A- and yet, we fell short of the way he had for us to live. We call that sin. Sin separates us from God. And there's nothing we can do. We can't work hard enough. We can't be good enough. We can't be smart enough. We can't be loving enough to make God happy with us. Because he's perfect and we've fallen short of being perfect. But Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus, God in a bod, came down to earth, came into our situation, loved us so much that he became one of us and lived a perfect life. He's the only one that's ever done it. He lived without sin. He completely lived a life that did not miss God's mark. Not only that, Jesus, Jesus took the the wrath that we deserved. We were short of God's plan, and we deserve punishment for that. Jesus took our punishment. And then three days later, he rose from the grave, defeating death, showing that death does not have the final word. And everyone that believes that, everyone that puts their faith, righteousness of faith, 
that we believe that Jesus is who he says he is and has done what he said he's done, then we receive eternal life that starts now. See, we, we can work hard and achieve things in life. I worked hard to run my half marathon. Karen worked hard to train for her strength competition. You all worked hard for your degrees or you worked hard to have a great career without your degrees. But we can't work hard enough to make God happy with us. No, that comes through faith. This daily source of discipline thinking is here to point us back to faith in Jesus. Faith in the one that makes us whole and right with God. That, that the law, that the hard work can't do it. But righteous faith, righteous faith gives us right relationship with God. That's why in Romans 5, Paul starts that chapter saying, therefore, since we've been justified, made right by God, we have, or with, by faith, sorry, let me start that over. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What was your big takeaway? What was the thing that God laid on your heart? What was it that, that Paul's words to us spoke to you? That we can't, we can't earn God's favor through our work. We can't do it through the law. The law is a mirror to show us how short we fall. But that faith in God, righteous faith, gives us right relationship with God. Jim says, consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor weep. How much more valuable are they than the, than, are we than the birds? Yes, God loved us so much he came for us. Karen says that God's promises never fail. Shannon says that we are justified by faith. Diane says that he keeps his promises. Okay, my time is running out. We're gathering again in our building this week. You can sign up on our website, sacchurch.org. We love to see you there. Diane says God keeps his promises. That's going to be our last word. God keeps his promises. Amen. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow here at the 8 at 8. I am out.